Introduce yourself uh, to to the public. Good morning. This is Earl Samuelson, a longtime pilot for the state troopers. Retired a few years ago. Been in the area for a long, long time since childhood. Born and raised in Bethel, and currently living in Pasquiac. Been involved with uh, Bethel Search and Rescue. Seemed like for a long, long time in the Pasquiac. Yeah, Earl. Um, and what's it, what, what's it like, uh, right, right, right below your village there, the Kashka Kumais? Like, I ended up, uh, you know, last week I was in Kodiak and I got home last night and we observed the Kashkakum River right out in front of us was, uh, open between the Boskak and Oscarville. Looked like dark, uh, dark, dark ice, looked like it had rotted out and shifted downstream just a little bit. But still looking down towards the Pakiak, it still had, uh, more solid-looking ice in the channel. The sides had a lot of water, uh, probably from uh, Teddy Clark's still out. Looking towards the Pakiak, still looked pretty intact that, that way. But uh, since we had a lot of south wind lately, it brought in a higher tide than normal. So there was quite a bit of water on the edges and a lot of shifting around, as I see this morning. The shore ice that's normally along the edges popped up and kind of shifted around and uh and looking out there uh looked like there was some activity where the channel looked like we had more little ice than last night that, that means some ice from up river maybe that sitting in that area had maybe let loose that bend uh, right above the sitting it that's a problem for bethel that looks pretty much still there um all the way towards bethel Bethel ice looked pretty black and rotten right in front there. Brown slough had a lot of water in there um, last night, but I think when the tide went down this morning, uh, it'll probably be a little less. Uh, that's something we have to watch for during this breakup is uh, these storm surges that'll bring in higher water, especially if that wind is out of the south. Probably, you know, two days of south wind, the second day it brings in a little bit more water than anticipated. We, uh, you know, at, uh, if we had breakup right down here yesterday, uh, we'd be all in trouble, I was thinking, with the south wind and the tide. This cooler temperature is slowing the process down. I noticed that, but it, it could be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, slowing the breakup upriver down a little bit, um, but bad for us down here, because we want to see this warm temperature to melt out the ice before upriver. Oh, yeah, yeah. upriver gets here. Yeah, there's there's a lot of water coming down. I did, uh, Mark. Uh, just let people know. I don't. I think Mark is out flying. Is uh, doing a survey between Bethel and Kalskag. Kalskag folks been kind of worried. They're over the bank in some areas and over the roads. It's uh, this younger generation is experiencing higher water than normal record for the for this generation, uh, but still three feet below the generator. Up that way, homes are getting water underneath in the lower part of town. 
the upper town is a little better than better off than lower. I've been hearing that. Still a little bit of ice flow coming down through Kalskeg. And I'm not sure um, there was talk about some ice pack coming down passing Jokabluck. Might be might even be going to Antioch now and uh, Kalskeg. But I, I was kind of thinking that might have been because a lot of times when the main ice goes, it'll leave behind ice that are stuck in the side channels and the yeah. sloughs. Uh-huh. And maybe that might be some of that. But Selena's up there now. She said she was going to go all the way to uh, Crooked Creek. And then once she gets back, she should be able to give you guys a really more detail on what's happened up that way. Tulixac area, I saw that... Uh, uh, Mark sent us a picture, still intact. Uh, talked to a resident in Tulixac this morning. Uh, worried. He said he's worried. Uh, we normally, when they go out to check the main custom, the ice is a little rotten, he said. Um, but his boy went out yesterday, and he said it's solid out there, out in front of Tulixac, the channel out there. Um, and I, looking at the photo Mark sent us earlier, it does look white right there and intact in front of Tulixac. And above Tulixac, uh, I saw the photo there. He said, uh, I can see around the bogus stretch right there, downstream. There's open right there to Nelson, towards Nelson Island. Mm-hmm. That looked a little open right there. But above there, I haven't, uh, we need to find out what's happening above bogus over to Wise's camp and below, um, Kalskag, so maybe those uh, Kalskag folks are really wondering what's happening downstream because they're, they're feeling the grunt up there with the high water. And uh, a little bit downstream from there, Akiak too, um, they were saying two more feet. The water level at Akiak is two feet below the riverbank. Mm. And I'm kind of worried that uh, when upriver water comes, yeah. Akiak's going to feel it. Queets look the same way. Akichuk probably too, huh? Akichuk, uh, a lot of times Akichuk will come in from the backside, you know. Yeah, from, all, um, that, all that water is going to play a number yeah, on, on the low-line low areas. Beach, yeah. And I think we still need a, some messages. A uh, lot of water upriver yet. Folks downstream still got to prep up. If, uh, for higher water than expected. Yeah. Hopefully we won't see it in, in our communities, but we can't take that chance like Antioch. They lucked out. Yeah. Antioch lucked out. They did get high water just a little bit and then it dropped. Yeah, the first but, first, uh, first time first time in a in, in breakup uh Antioch kinda kinda woofed it by. Yes. Uh, Kelskek yeah. had it a little bit worse than than Aniac, but uh, Crooked yeah. and Aniac they they did they did fairly well this year. Crooked experienced a record high water, but from the ex- past experience, I noticed Crooked and Aniac a little bit more prepared. It was just good good to see that the communities yeah. getting prepared for the high water. Yeah, Joachbal Joachbal again Aniac got got it. Got it pretty well this year. Uh, the ice, the ice is moving um, right now, and and we have callers waiting uh, from Aniak and Kaliskak. Let's go with Aniak first, uh, Dave. Good afternoon. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, loud yeah, and clear. 
All right. Yeah, well, you guys covered it pretty good here. We were very lucky in Antioch. Um, the water came up. Uh, we had a good push of ice. And then I think from most everybody's recollection, it passed through quicker than it ever has and then uh, never did jam up substantially around Birch Tree. Mm-hmm. The one concern we had was uh, the new uh, reconstruction of the runway. There was water coming uh, up the ditch in the opposite direction it's designed to, and we had water uh, come on the, the north side of the runway basically to the AC store. And I think had the water jammed up anywhere, uh, the north side of the runway houses and that could have flooded pretty good. So I don't know if that's going to be a concern in future um, forever now that that new construction kind of took away the ditch that diverted a lot of the water out on the tundra uh, on the uh, south side of the runway. But uh, right now there's a whole bunch of ice jumbled up from the mouth of the Antioch down towards the slough pretty much to the end of the, the point there at FAA. Then there's a little bit of open water. And then from basically FAA landing down through the slough, that's all chocked with ice. I did see a boat yesterday on the river. Um, I'm guessing they might have been going up to Chihuahuac. We don't have a lot of ice right now coming down uh, the main river. There's some. And then um, the water level, to me, I think it stayed either level or just dropping slightly. But I think this cold weather has kind of helped us out in that regard. But as you all, uh, Earl, and you noted, I think when warm weather, and I think we're supposed to get 65 on Friday, that's going to start bringing uh, a lot of water down from above. Yes, David. Uh, I did notice, uh, looking at some of those photos, there's still a lot of snow back in the hills and along the river and the tree oh, yeah. line still has to go out. And, uh, and Dave, can you say how much water is down off the riverbank? There, up the dike? Um, well, I'm going to guess uh, it's a good um, 20 feet down. Earl. Okay, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, it, it's pretty much stabilized. You know, there's a lot of water when you drive out to the far end of the runway. And luckily, um, you know, the state or, or city has been able to plow that other end of the runway out and people can drive around without any difficulty. I went out to the dump yesterday and you could go all the way. There's no ice on the, the dump road out to the barge landing and that's where things start piling up is right at at the the landing yes i just thought you know too i talked to red up in mcgrath and he's out logging and the photos he sent me the river water is still over the bank there are slightly near the bank level at mcgrath and he's pulling these logs up right on the bank right there wow well the water looks still high and a lot of snow in mcgrath and when that, I guess there is ice coming down from above up there. Uh, Alan Simeon was telling me that pretty good ice will be coming down. It'll be broke up by the time it gets yeah. here. But, yeah, I'm sure the water level is going to rise in the next day or two pretty good and bring maybe some of that ice that's up the Antioch River that backed up in other places. Yeah. And just let people know, too, sometimes we talk about McGrath ice. and McGrath ice comes down later than the main ice here, and by the time it gets to Antioch, lots of black ice in that area. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. it'll, depending on the wind, it'll push aside, you know, between Antioch and Falskid. That mm-hmm. is, that McGrath ice never makes it down to Bethel. Mm-hmm. So, thanks, Steve. Yeah, thank you, guys.
and then we'll go on to Kelskaga. Good good afternoon. Hello, Kelskag. Hey, good afternoon. This is Dwayne. Good morning, Dwayne. Yes. Uh, so we've started taking water here in Kelskag over 24 hours ago. Um, since then, it you know was. Uh, Slow and steady, and the waters just kept coming up. And um, by late morning, um, we uh, closed the school down and sent the kids home, and um, was able to drive back and forth between the two communities for a while until it. Uh, got too deep for truck traffic to go back and forth. Uh, how water deep is it over thing. the water? Oh, how high is it Sorry. over the uh, road there? One feet, two feet? Uh, over two feet, you'll get water in your vehicle if you try to go that way. They were using boat uh, and canoe today going over. Yeah, just to let people know that so, uh, two feet is quite a bit of quite a bit of water just to I drive across, probably would recommend maybe time to hold off on that truck driving there. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not using vehicles going down to lower uh, water still coming from the riverside, uh, working its way back um, behind the school and in between ABAC, the tank farm, and uh, lower Kelsteg experiencing. Uh, rising their water and starting to reach their homes. Um, and uh, there's water starting to be around the runway on the um, the southwest side and the west, and it's starting to work its way around the north side a little Ooh, bit. That is quite a bit um, of water. Uh, how and, about that ditch right out by the, the south end of the runway that Ditch there that uh, that's, that's filled, filled up with water. Up. Okay, that's filled up with water, uh, and it's working its way towards the road now on the river side, closest to the river. So it's it's rising. There's still a lot of water. I mean, a lot of uh, runway left to to breach the runway. If it gets that high, then you know all the Kalskag will pretty much be underwater. Um, yeah, we. The river from last night, there wasn't that much ice going through, going by. It was mostly water. Then this morning we start seeing more ice. It's already getting a little bit thicker that way. We did get a report from Celine, Selena. Uh, she landed and talked to me. She wanted me to give a report for down that way. Okay. Uh, so there's a... Um, Pretty much from Tuluxac up all the way to um, Bogus is all intact ice. Uh, don't know how thick it is or what's the condition of the the ice because of the snowfall this morning. And from Edward Wise's up to Coffee's Bend is a jam. And so that's where we're experiencing all this high water 
Yeah, I, I can see the photo from Edward Weiser's, Edward, Edward Weiser's and then Coffee's Bend has flooded uh, the whole Willow uh, is flooded with Mark has sent a photo and uh, Coffee's Bend is looking pretty tight in there. Yeah, and um, we just got a report that the Sleep Mint ice was passing by or the McGrath ice was passing by, so um, hopefully it breaks up down that way and uh, before that, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, uh, hopefully it does. If that McGrath ice comes down, it'll probably just have a little surge of water with it, and it, uh, you know, it'll come and go as it passes the communities. But uh, advise the folks to watch out for that ice that's coming. Um, black ice is dangerous. Um, very hard to see. Some of it's slightly submerged, and if you're boating, it can cause some serious problems. Yes, uh, and um, you know, I just want to thank the communities of Kalskeg and Lower Kalskeg on the crews out there. You know, they've been having watch going on and uh, keeping residents informed, and uh, thank them guys for for notifying the public here of what's going on and any kind of conditions that are changing. Try to do our best to uh, pass that information along. Yes, uh, kudos to your community and yourself there for keeping us informed and keeping your community informed there. Good job. Yes, all right. Thank you. Uh, we have another caller uh, online from Napakiak. Jack, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jack. Welcome. Yes, uh, um, river condition down here, the wind has uh, moved on the, uh, when you're heading up to Bessel on the left side, um, left-hand side of the river. There's some breaking of ice here and there, but it's still mostly intact. And uh, it's pretty rot. It's getting rot, rotting out. And it seems like it'll be moving pretty soon. But on the other side of Napakiak, um, on the island where Atmouth is camped, um, the river that bends on that side. Looks like it's breaking up and uh, moving from that area. Not so much on this side yet. But it's It's rotting out pretty, uh, pretty good. But it's still intact for now. But the ice is mostly on the um, north, northwest side. Of the river. How, yeah, can you tell us how high is the water? Yeah, there? how high is that um, water from those uh, water, south winds? When the water comes in, it's uh, like a regular high tide. And um, when the tide goes out, it doesn't get as high um, like it does. But it does come up and... When that tide goes out, it goes down again. 
I just, um, with the wind, soft wind we were having, uh, they will probably have more water come in. Um, but it's been at the average size uh, high water, high tide. Thanks, Jack. Is, uh, how's your community uh, um, prepping for? Is it getting uh, ready for some high, expecting high water? Or? Yes, there's some people that were talking about it, and I've seen some people uh, prepping for it, and uh, kind of mostly watching the river, see how it looks. There, um, on Facebook, um, there's some people that post between here in Napaskiak and here in Johnson. And um, I haven't been able to get online yet, so when I do, um, it'll be easier to look at how the ice conditions yeah. are below Napaskiak. I know sometimes on the uh, this time of year, uh, folks from Napaskiak will uh, drag their boat across the river and go hunt over there on the uh, area over towards uh, Lumovic and I remember one time I started moving when they were over there got, they got into trouble so might want to let those guys know keep an extra eye on the uh, ice right there because it's any time uh -huh. our area is like a, any time anytime now anything could move anything yeah. could go so don't so go too far out. uh there are some other people that uh, like are monitoring the river pretty good. Yep. And um, these guys are like, uh, they know the river, how they are. And I do talk, talk to them, try to learn from them, and uh, we get better as we go. Yeah. I like I mentioned this earlier, uh, we're a whole new generation, you know, trying to get some older older people to talk about some flooding and uh, like up in Tuluksak. When was the last time Tuluksak flooded? Our young generation has not experienced that. Like Kalskag, yeah. you know, and Napakiak. And I've been around here in Napakiak a couple of times where we had water right in our backyards and it was not. Not fun. Um, the young kids really enjoyed it, but the homeowners did not <laughs> did not enjoy the, the high water when it when it starts coming into your home. It's no good. No not good. E. Thank you. Oh yeah, Jack. Yeah. We have another caller from Akiak, uh, Ivan. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I, I hope you can hear me well. Yeah, uh, I just came in uh, from the cold so far, but uh, our executive director is not feeling well. Uh, so I'm going to call on behalf of uh, Akiak with little information I may have. Any information will help out of Akiak because uh, we haven't heard from Akiak. Wondering what the water and the river was doing in front of town there. Cause kind of okay, here's my observation. I haven't left the village. I've been at home all this time until yesterday. 
I joined the uh, the group that's watch. Uh, uh, I've been planning and watching for flooding preparations. Mm -hmm. My observation is that our ice have not moved. Uh, I was down there probably about uh, eleven o'clock. Still, I hope it's. Well, we'll find out. It hasn't moved at that time, and uh, it's together uh, like uh, solid, but uh, ready to go any time, I guess. And uh, the, our river level, uh, we've got maybe about four to five feet of uh, bank. Uh, when I was watching uh, how far. The water's down from if it gets on uh, in the village about four feet so far. Um, but I I, I felt kind of concerned, and I think we're uh, prepared as best as we can. Uh, our chief is uh, on travel status, so I'm kind of taking his place uh, right now. And the, the information I'm getting from upriver kind of concerns me, but uh, to be try to be a little best prepared for it as we can. And yes. ice is moving up there. You have more information. I I don't. I just know when it started from uh, sleet meat. Uh, Red Devil and Crooked Creek that that they had some high water and then ice they report ice movements movement to uh, I believe KYUK uh, and Calskag I see it on Facebook sometimes it's moving sometimes it's not running and stopping I guess and that should be putting pressure on our ice here uh, pretty quick. Uh, yes. So we got to be on a watch out for it. I don't know the condition down river from us, uh, starting from Bethel. Uh, I may have heard some good news that some of, some of it don't have ice. That's what uh, we welcome that information. But next hearing the right above Bethel Swabby is shifting around there uh, and it's weakening around Akichuk. I'm not too sure what's happening on the cutoff there where Willowakiak and Kizaralik that bend right there to Akichuk. I'm not really sure here, but when Mark comes in, he should fill us in on that too. Yeah, thank you for that information. We give the best that we can. Uh, the only concern I have is a uh, uh, Bend Biloakiak, 1964, yes. it uh, had ice jam there, and I hope there'll be enough water to let it go through. But we're, we're trying, and we're prepared as best as we can up here. Yes, and just, you probably know this, I'm just going to mention it, is uh, Akiak has uh, two sharp bends downstream, one downstream, right slightly downstream from the town, and the one that's right down below the runway there. Uh -huh. They make 90-degree banks and turns, and that's what 
There were no, as far as that, there were no was concerned. Yeah. Yeah, and and that sandbar is getting longer and bigger out there. Every year is different, and hopefully this is uh, hopefully uh, I'm suggesting maybe keep an eye on it. If the ice starts jamming, the water is going to come up. Okay, uh, we, we will uh, somehow try to hear from you, and I have, I'm not with my staff. They're watching as as they can, uh, and uh, move elders when necessary when the water begins to rise. We need information uh, from Calskag to Tulitzak and how it's, if it's shifting around. Akiak, in my opinion, has not shifted. Okay. Akiak's not shifted. Tulixak has not shifted. Uh, above Bogus to look like Edward Wise. It's holding right Edward Edward Wise, and it's backed up all the way to above the bluffs to Coffee's uh, Bend there right now, and then that's causing Akiak to, I mean, Kalskag to have flooding right now, lower Kalskag especially. Yeah, they're in the mountain area, uh, close by the mountains, and they go through that. We hope that uh, if water comes, we'll fill up sloughs and lakes, uh, hopefully, be yeah. able to spread as we're hoping for. But I've seen Akiak, uh, remember it flooded really bad, and that was that ice jam, what we were talking about, from Kizaralik all the way uh, slightly upstream from there. That ice was jammed up in front of all the way to Akiak, and you guys had some serious flooding. And the water started flowing over to Akichuk Channel. That's how deep, that's how much uh, water was in that area. It was uh, flowing over through the trees, through the creeks, and then cutting off on the across from uh, uh, where Tom Wasser's old fish camp used to be. And it was awesome to see, but sad to see because it was very high water that year. Yeah. People were going cross-country from Akichuk to Akiak. I remember seeing the boats going across. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you your phone number where we can call you sometime. And I'd like you to have our... Some of our people listening on between us, uh, some of your good reports. We ne- will need those. Yes. Uh, my my phone number is 907-737-2011. Slow down a bit. I'm 77 years old. <laughs> I have too many no. birthdays. This is fortune. Say again, 907, of course. 737 one, one. You're too fast, young man. Seven three seven. Two. Two. Zero. Yes. Two zero. One one. Three or two. Two. Two, like two, two fingers. Yep. Two and zero one one. Is this Earl? Yep, this is Earl. It's good to hear from you. I got your number, and I'll pass it along. And to uh, the other people that need to know. Already, I'm I'm constantly talking to Selena and then Mark too. Mark should be showing up here pretty quick. Here, she's uh, landed Bethel and she should be on his way down to the studio. Okay. Thanks, Ivan. Oh, yeah, uh, appreciate your good report. Uh, 
your, your reports are always uh, welcome. Juliana. Okay. I'll hang on and listen to other comments. Juliana. All right. Bye. Yeah. And for those of us that, that are listening on the radio, um, we're on the FM station 90.3 um, at, at as of this moment. Uh, AM radio station is, is not on. So uh, if you go to the FM station uh, 90.3, uh, and, and I'm happy to hear that uh, uh, Mark is on his way down. Uh, they just got through aerial view of the Kaskokrum River. Um, Um, <laughs> shift around even even right in front of uh, Bethel uh, the, the water the water is rising uh, it's, it's almost up up to where on the seawall uh, it, it, it's it's ready to go um it's it's all it's gonna take is a little bit of push from from uh the ice th- when it starts to move up up river um and anyak uh Napai miu taim tamakuta a chikum plu gai um kamkutoi crooked crickahamit a achakaluni mai tamani a taukumuni a pishoka a aksa aksaks putakunukuta and yakahamit a chokapalikamit to utu maluting mai paka um Kelska Kermit Kamai at Immortuta, um Uluk Makwamayotolunipilk, a Chakmakin Slu Awai Napakaya Hakanik, a Napaskermit Slu Erlakamai Pilre, a Illi Chikuktamani Shift around Nakalunipilka, um Puktakluni, um Ua awai unga unga lhiluni kopemi a mukmayus hook 
we have another caller from there from Nabaska, uh, Stephen Alexi. Good afternoon, Stephen. Good afternoon. For his untireless every year during uh, uh, freeze up and spring, he's always uh, reporting to the people, which is, you know I appreciate a lot. And um, since Napai Meat Road Crew taken over for I think five years, uh, Rivers been well taken care of too during winter. Thank the yeah. whole Napai Meat Crew for that, you know, because uh, they keep the roads open for us. And um, wherever they get funding from, thank them too. You know, villages chip in too. And, and they're um, for yeah, pretty soon looking. the ice will be out. And uh, this time around, uh, my elders from Akkechoke used to stay, say, let us stay put instead of going out hunting. Because if it uh, jams, water will go all over the place and you might be stuck for a few days. Any low lying areas. Uh, even it's not low-lying area in uh, Crooked Creek, they had flooding. Yes. And just how much water there was, uh, and uh, lots of ice or thick ice there was up there. So a lot of water's going to come down. Uh, maybe one more week of staying put for those uh, itchy trigger fingers, you'll, you'll get to shoot your guns when uh, the ice is out. But for those uh, tepakers, those wood gatherers down here, I hope there's lots of woods this year again. We've been having, uh, you know, good to moderate for the past few years, and usually last last me throughout the winter. So good morning. Good Bye. morning. Thank you, Stephen. And just a comment on Stephen's uh, comment there. Uh, I remember a few years uh, ago. We had an airdrop supplies to folks that were stranded over on the Kieser Alex side, and they had boated across the Cusco from, I believe, from that Akichuk area, and then went up to Kieser Alex and did some hunting over there. And then on the way back, they, their ice broke up, and uh, they called for assistance and needed some supplies. And I ended up loading up, got a box of supplies, and airdropping them back in a meadow behind their camp over there so Stephen thanks for that reminder it's good advice the elders have uh, good advice you know they tell you that for a reason and they lived through it and they know it's time to stay put if they tell us to stay put we should listen to that and stay put and fortunately that uh, some of us 
want to go out there, you know, it's not going to happen to me, but it does happen to everybody, you know. So thank you, Stephen. อีอวายสู่อ่าสตีฟนักกะจักมากินอ่านับสเกอร์นี่ อ่าคนนี้เพื่อสกนิวนอกอวายลิทนอกบิกมุนเอเคเนนี่กุดลิทนอกยอดสกมินิกีอ่าจิกกอกตังคนิลุกจิกกุดทวบจิกกอกปก
And I was really uh, hoping to get uh, people from Crooked Creek to call in to talk about what they went through because, that, you know, that's a big part of why we have the show every year, you know, to remind people what can happen and, and still does happen. And uh, we, we haven't seen seen it in the Lower River for some time, but, you know, this is this is a year where we might, we might be seeing more than we want to see down here. Um, after what we what we watched today, you know, um, the water is going down at Kalskag now, uh, very slowly. You know, it's it's different from further up the river, where like at Crooked, where the water comes up very fast, and then it goes down very fast. You know, um, once you get below the Kuskokwim Valley, where where the land is open. The water has a lot of room to spread out, and that was what I w was really interested in, in observing and recording today. Um, it's just how much water was spread out throughout the countryside below Kalskag, and it is from tundra to tundra, uh, on north of the river and south of the river. Uh, it's flooded. Um, and I know Earl, you've seen that many times before from the air too. Yes. Yeah. So there is a lot of water to come out of there, come down our way. Um, you know. Uh, I. I. Go ahead. I've heard of those old stories where even the Yukon was so high that it flows over towards uh, the lakes, towards Kalskag, and then over. Yeah. Down in the Johnson area, and then that. That's high water, and um, this might be the year we might see that. I, I don't know, but it's something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Philip Gregory used to tell a story about that in Kalskag when the Yukon River water reached Kalskag, and and just a few days ago, uh, uh, a man from Nunup, an elderly man from Nunup, was telling me about how the water reached the Johnson from the Yukon and came down down that way. Um, yeah. And at the same time, they were getting high water from the Kuskokwim side uh, back in the days when it used to uh, get very thick and jam, you know, even below, way below Napakek would jam sometimes. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kalskeg seems to be, knock on wood, out of danger. Uh, we're not sure, though, you know, there's... Uh, there's still two jams uh, below Kalskag. You know, there's coffees, the whole bend of coffees from above where his old fish camp used to be all the way down to just above Ifticum's fish camp is, is packed in. Um, but there's a lot of water moving through Nikolai Sergei Slough. You know, like we've seen in past years, that helps a lot. Uh, right above Nikolai Sergis, there's another jam. Uh, and for, in mileage-wise, Coffees is like 10 miles below Lower Kalskag. Nikolai Sergis is maybe 8 miles below Lower Kalskag. Um, so, um, but uh, then once you get down below Ifticums, uh, the ice was f cruising. <laughs> Uh, you know how it does when it rele when it releases. It's like us when we, we hold our breath for a long time and then we let it out. Poof, that ice is cruising. 
but there's a big area of intact ice right there. It starts at, at the upper end of that island above Edward Wise's. Uh, probably the most solid looking ice that we saw on the whole trip today from Bethel to Kalskag. Uh, and the ice is, is banked to, the broken ice is banked to bank in that area, piling up and pushing against that intact ice, making those little ridge mountain, mountain ranges across the river, you know. Um, uh, but it is finding a way down the east side of the river, uh, but it it was flowing. We saw Dick Nash's house, which has been hanging over the bank all fall from that high water eroding. His house finally went away in the ice, and we first saw it uh, in the just at the lower end of the cutoff slough below the bluffs. And then on our flight back, it had already moved down to that, you know, that shortcut slough across from Edward Wise's on the east side of the river. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, the water's all the way out. You know where everybody's been getting wood in that burn? The water's out there to that, to that burned area on the south bank, south side of the river. And then... Uh, uh, same way on the north side all the way out to the tundra and all I could keep thinking about you know is uh, maybe people don't think about it that much but when it floods like that a lot of a lot of animals die uh, I kept thinking about moose um, there's a lot of moose in that Kalskag uh, area and below Kalskag and it, that country's all flooded and I'm sure that we must have lost uh, quite a few moose. Um, that reminds me, Mark, remember that time we uh, were doing that survey between Kalskag and Antioch and we saw five or six moose on the uh, iceberg? Yeah. So it kind of stayed dry. Yeah, that I had written notes about that. I wanted to talk about that today. You know, that was probably the last time Antioch had really, you know, high, high, high water. And Earl picked us up in Kalskag. I was down there for spring camp, and um, we went flying. The water was already on its way down, uh, but the countryside was still flooded for miles, you know. And the moose that were alive had nowhere to go. They were just sitting there waiting on sheets of ice, waiting for the land to drain, and then we were flying right across Terry Hoffman's fish camp, the, the big island there, and I was looking down in the woods, all, still all flooded, but the water had dropped quite a bit, and I saw a moose hanging by its neck in the fork of a tree. You know, I didn't, we didn't have cell phones and stuff like that then, you know, um, and I thought about it, that moose must have been, when the water was at its highest, that moose must have been clinging to that tree, holding on. And you know, that water's so cold, nothing can live in it, nothing. Uh, and it died hanging on to that tree. It laid its head in the fork of that tree. And then when the water dropped, it just hung there. Uh, remember we saw a dead brown bear that time too on oh, a sheet yep. of ice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, f floods are, are devastating for every every liv living thing. 
We we have a caller from here in Bethel. Thank you, Mark, for that report. Uh, Yvonne from Bethel. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Riverwatch Committee. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Yvonne. Oh, I'm glad Mark made it. I almost asked, when Mark's uh, ETA? Go ahead and Mark for your report. And, uh, you know, I couldn't recall my dad's uh, story on when the U- Yukon River water was coming. And uh, adding to this flood over here, and that was a big one. But uh, we're on the Mark and... Uh, Maybe we need to have some Eek and uh, Tunt and uh, wherever the lead is, that open water. I hope this uh, south storm did damage. And, uh, kind of report where the ice ends down that way. I know the... I hope they report and... Uh, yeah, I was kind of worried about this rain and... Uh, so I went up to uh, look at the uh, culverts and... I was happy to see they were not gushing out, and I told earlier, yeah, it looked like the thunder's soaking it up. I was happy about that, and, uh, well, we lost the snow back in December after Christmas, and I believe in January. And the second time around, those ponds looked like spring ice then. But, uh, I was happy, uh, the land soaking up the water, the tundra. This rain we had, and um, uh, I hope the wind changes to the north. And yeah, be prepared, and also I'll add to uh, our young hunters, like Stephen Alexi and Earl says, uh, yeah, we woke up to snow, and it makes everything look like fake, safe, and uh, like they say, stay put. You wouldn't be want to be caught out there when the river starts moving. You plan to do that, be prepared to uh, spend the night out and get stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, did, when you do get stuck, you said, you think to yourself and say, I should have uh, listened. Yeah. Right now, due to the snow and everything looks solid, and that, that's uh, what I call fake. Uh, wake wa- warning saying that uh, everything is safe and uh, uh, we're on the mark and uh, good to where good to have where the ice front is and, and it's coming so uh, be prepared and yeah just like Stephen said that uh, hunting time will come and uh, just be patient and be safe well, good advice, good advice, Ivan. Always, yeah. He, he he brings up good points. It, with that first snow this morning, it was hard to read the ice, you know, until uh, we got further up, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, and where they had, it looked like they had less snow during the night. Uh, you know, it, it made the ice look white and bright, you know. Uh, but the rain, too, when it, w- when it was raining, you know, even people in, on the tributaries, like Tulksack, were getting concerned. Um, that's all we need, you know. We got enough water. We don't need any more coming from the sky right yeah. now. And I asked the weather service about it, and they told me that on the 14th of May, that was a record rainfall for the Bethel area. So, you know, in, we know in the summertime, one inch of rain can 
raised the river quite a bit, you know. Uh, so, gee, we, we didn't need that rain, except it was good to fill up the rain barrel yeah. and take a steam with yeah. rainwater. <laughs> Mark, uh, just looking at what you've seen, um, what can we, uh, or what do you have to say for folks in Tulixac and uh, Akiak? Uh, you got any advice for those folks? Yeah, get get ready. Uh, there's going going to be some kind of flooding, uh, especially at Akiak. They they don't look like they have much bank left uh, as it is, um, and when that water starts coming coming down, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think it's I think it's almost in inevitable this year that. Uh, the lower lower lying villages are going to get water. How much I don't know. Um, yeah, looking below Akiak, uh, Akiak was asking about uh, the bins, the, the problem areas. Did, did that look like solid ice yet, or weak ice, or uh, hard to tell? You know that it was. I was paying special attention to those two big bends below Akiak. Um, let me look at my pictures. But with that fresh snow, um, yeah, it was. That second big bend was still pretty much intact uh, by the old Akiak fish camp. Remember the big fish camp in the yep. cottonwood trees? Um, but the first bend below the village looked like it was pretty pretty wide open, uh, pretty wide open in that area. Um, I looked at Reindeer Slough. Reindeer Slough was flowing clear. Um, you know, John was wide open. Um, and then there's a big stretch of the Kuskokwim starting from that really sandy area around Joe Boys and where Mike Napoca's Island used to be. <laughs> yep. It's wide open bank to bank all the way up to um, what we call Undo's Island. Um, a big open section in that area. Uh, uh, Mark, I'm going to ask you, because uh, there's a lot of Sandbars up there. Uh, the main channel, I take it, is still holding, but all the shallow spots got a lot of water. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melted out all around them. Um, Toksak River looked, you know, very, really high already. Um, I know those lucky guys been boating all over, uh, and they they know. They know what to do if the if the Cuscoquim starts moving, um, and the ice backs up in there. Uh, there was something else I wanted. Oh, you know the the nearest activity to to Bethel. You you saw it below Nabuskiak. The ice had moved down a little between. Yes. And then above, uh, from Schwabi to Guik, there had been a a bunch of shifting and breaking off in that area. Um, and then large sections of Kuskokwak Slough are also open. It's it's open from the Y all the way up to Queese, looking up up around the bend there where that big open hole was all winter. Um, that area was was wide open. And then it cut off to Kizaralik. I think it's probably open too. Yeah, um, the upper end of Kuskokwaks. Uh, yeah, upper end of Kuskokwak was still pretty much intact. Akichuk Channel's been shifting down in sections, look like. Nobody call from Akichuk? Not yet. Yeah. 
But it, it always has a, after you see what can happen to the country, it always has a big impact, you know. Somebody that was a younger person that was flying up to Kalskag uh, this morning sent me a picture and said, I'd never seen it like this before. I said, because you're a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, yes, so we mentioned that earlier, this generation, uh, young youth, uh, have not really seen a really bad flood like in the 60s and 70s, you know. That, mm-hmm. um, so it's all new, mm-hmm. and they're learning. And it brings you our attention, too, is that we need young people to help us out on the search and rescue stuff, you know. We need young ones that are willing and able, don't hesitate to free up some of your time to help out your, your community, your search and rescue group. It's a good way to get out and learn the country, learn the river, and learn things, you know. If you're young and you want to get involved, search and rescue is a good, good spot to help out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, if I had been on time today, I, I wanted to start out talking about Crooked Creek, you know. Um, when they started calling and talking about what was happening to them, you know, I know our hearts just start sinking, you know. We're all connected along the river uh, in in some way or another, friends and family in every village. and. Um, to hear that it was getting worse than 2011 was just just the worst news possible, you know, getting worse. You know, 2011, you know how bad 2011 was at Crooked yeah. Creek, you know, just yeah. de- devastating. And then they go back in and rebuild, rebuild all those new houses, build them up higher up, and they still got flooded this year, you know. Um, and... The, the scariness of it, you know, no power, uh, people gathered in the store and having to move out in like 2.30 in the morning to leave the store because even the store was getting uh, flooded. Um, and I remember that in 2011, they did get water inside the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this year, even more. Um, you know, they go to the store, I guess, because it has a second story, right, you know. And then to hear, hear that there were, you know, actually people camping outside, uh, in up on the hillside, you know, um, and and that there were people that weren't accounted for yet. That you know that far far upper end of Crooked Creek, uh, way above the village, um, where there's a a handful of houses, um, they didn't know. Nobody knew the status of those people f- for a while. Um, I did see that photo of the ice chunk on top of the bridge, mm-hmm. which is an indicator that that bridge was underwater, mm-hmm. and that the bridge is connected over to the other side into the runway. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's something the engineers might have to think about next time if they decide to build a bridge. Maybe think about building it high enough uh, over that high water mark. Or up to it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know if the river's trying to challenge challenge us or what, because that's what they did for the new houses. They built them up above the high water mark, and the river decided it's no. going to go higher this year. 
And I, I've been something, thinking yeah, something to think about there, like your uh, evacuation road, where it's got to be higher than the town. Uh, maybe build up road higher where you can at least get to the higher ground out there somewhere, you know. Build that road up a little bit. And then the Paimute flooding again, you know. Not yes. nearly as bad as 2020, but still all those guys with those home sites down around the bend, you know, they they got flooded out and they just been barely getting on their feet again, you know. And the runway under the water, the whole runway. Um, it makes me think that something, something has changed. Um, you know, Crooked Creek went for many, many years without a flood. And then to have two record-setting floods, you know, and I think... Ten years apart, yep. Go ahead. That was 11 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both on Mother's Day, too. Gee, it was um, the poor Crooked Creek mothers. Um, but I, I think it has a lot to do with the way freeze-up is going now, you know. Um, uh, that's what, I, what I'm what i suspecting has changed, you know. Our freeze-ups are taking longer, and then we're having these sections of the river that move, break and move, break and move during freeze-up. And each time they move, they pile up bigger and thicker, you know. That's something we watch for during the spring there. Uh, during the freeze-up time, you keep an eye on those. In springtime, you'll see that those those parts of the river are still intact and holding. You get those smooth ones that freeze over, like right out here in the Buskak, uh, those are those smooth, the little those melted out. Mm-hmm. But where, what you're talking about, those ice packs that are... They're stubborn. They're thicker. Yeah, they're taking longer. Uh, did anybody, did Rebecca, Rebecca or anybody from Red Devil call? No, no, Rebecca. No. Uh, just a little summary here. What we've been hearing is uh, Jack called in from the Pontiac and we thank him for his information. Uh, a little weaker ice now, but still the Rain River still intact. The sides uh, still got a lot of water. The wind blew over quite a bit over to their side of the river, ice over that way. Uh, there might be some hunters yet still trying to cross over to the Lumavik side. When the tide comes up, there's a more water that goes up along the side and goes up around the sandbars. Out in front of the Boskak here, ice had shifted last night and melted out, slightly moved downstream. Don't look like towards that Tory Clark Slough, but the Pontiac to Tory Clark Slough is still uh, pretty much intact over that way. That's a problem for us, and we're hoping that, that the Pontiac would go do something soon before upriver. The part of Bethel Black Ice is melting over there. The old airport side looked kind of whitish last night and a little stronger than on that side. And uh, and then above there, we saw your photo there. Swabby Island is shifting. And uh, there's some activity right above Bethel. And so that's indicator that anything could happen in front of Bethel. Anything could happen out in front of the Pontiac and the Poscat. Um, then making your way over there towards Queeslook. Yeah, Queeslook is outlook like, and there's some ice out there, but that that channel is uh, weakening and opening up all the way up to the Keith Cutoff. 
and that can jump channel too, same way, if shifting here and there, weak ice in that channel. And then going above Cusco uh, Quack to Akiak is still intact, all the way up to Akiak. Akiak, I've been called, a little concerned, four or five feet water level there yet. No breaks yet, it's looking a little solid, he said. And then making way up, up around the bend there, look like some activity there uh, towards uh, John Slough. So all these side sloughs, by the way, all of them are open. Like the Lumovic, Kizrala, Kweesluk, Jonak, and uh, Majivik. All these side sloughs are, are melted out and then draining. That, cha- that channel up from Majivik up to Tuluksak. Tuluksak folks were kind of wondering what was going on there. Um, sounds like the shallow areas are melting out. Lots of water on the sides, but the main channel yet is still intact. That quick look, I'm sorry, back it up a little bit. Tuluksak. Tuluksak uh, talked to Willie up there. He said they, his boy went out to check the Cuscoquim. Normally, the Cuscoquim is a little more uh, unstable and rotten this time of year. But he said uh, out in front of Tuluksak, thick ice right there, stronger ice. Made him a little concerned of uh, maybe Tuluksak may or may not get high, higher waters when the ice comes down and water comes down. But Tuluksak is concerned. Uh, there's a good possibility that when the water comes down from Kalskag, Tuluksak will get a surge of water. A little further upstream, but I saw, looking at the Bogus Creek area, Nelson, a lot of water on the sides there. Looked like a little open area downstream from Bogus was open. Concerning area, letting people know downstream, Wise Camp, backpack, backpack, bank to bank full of ice. Going around the bend over there, flooded over the bank, all the low-line areas are full of water. Backed up to the bluffs and to um, Coffee's Bend, full in there yet, and it's slowly creeping downstream, and that's normal. When it jams up, it'll melt a little bit and shift and go downstream in little ways. Water is backed all the way up to Kalskag yet. Lower Kalskag is low-lying areas are filling up with water still, and to them, it's the first time Kalskag is experiencing this high level of water down and lower. Water's around the west end of the airport coming in, around homes on lower. The roads are up to one, two foot of water over the top, concerning. Power levels, powers is still good though, three feet or so uh, below the generator, which is good. And just a reminder, the folks around Kalskag, you know, if you're getting water around your home, you might want to make sure you don't have any extension cords laying out there that are plugged into live wires and stuff. I remember we were at Alucanuck one time where a guy got shocked. I think he, he had uh, electrical cords out there. So uh, it's just a reminder, Dwayne, if you're up there, something to remind folks. If you've got electric, electrical, electrical cords laying around in your yard, you might want to reel them in, put them away, unplug them. There's, you know, what water does to electricity, or it's not too good. So just a tip, tip there. Um, 
further up the stream, Antioch, um, water's dropped down just a little bit below the bank. They're 20 foot below the bank now. Still little ice chunks. A question was asked earlier, where's this ice coming from? A lot of times when the flood water recedes really fast, it'll leave behind ice in the side sloughs, like the Antioch slough. Maybe some of that's, that's going to take some time to, to flush out. That could be what's happening. Uh, that ice pack that's moving by Southgate. Now, some of these side sloughs are starting to let loose. There is a report of ice passing sleep mute. McGrath ice is passing sleep mute for the folks downstream. Black ice by the time it gets to Antioch. But it's going to come down. So those of you that are boating around downstream, Crooked Creek, Trofuck, Antioch, lots of times we'll think uh, that ice will come down. Uh, when you're floating down from Sleep Mute to Crooked Creek, normal summertime is six miles an hour, 12 hours. But looking at flood time, flow, double it up a little bit. So it could take six hours to flow down from Sleep Mute to Crooked Creek, another six hours from Crooked Creek down to the Pie Mute, another six hours down to Antioch. And that's just how fast the current is going. And we can see, we saw a current the other day on Antioch, just flowing by there, almost 10 miles an hour or more, maybe 20. So there's forces built up behind this ice pack. And when it goes, uh, yeah, it'll leave a lot of shore ice left behind on the sides. And uh, it still has to melt out. And one thing I noticed, too, on your aerial photo there, Antioch, uh, lots of snow on the sides yet, in the hills and in, in the trees. And Mark up, uh, up in McGrath, uh, Britt sent me a photo there. He's logging. Water is still over the bank over there. And still a lot of snow there, too, in McGrath yet. So there's still a lot of snow out there. So, okie dokie. Thanks a lot. We'll be uh, standing by. We, we have a, a caller from Akiak, Phyllis. Okay. Good maybe, afternoon. This is probably, we want to hear this one. The ice is shifting, moving. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to call and let you guys know the ice is finally moving in front of Akiak. Wow, thank you. Okay, good. Yeah, because we just heard that um, it was intact earlier. But, mm -hmm. um, I think about five minutes ago, we got a call that it's moving. That's the way it is this time of the year. You know, we, we can fly up and look at it and fly back and it'll be different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. So it does It does look like there's ice coming from upriver, looking upriver. I see that open... It was open, you know, on the sides, and it's ice now. So it looks like the ice is moving from upriver, coming, you know, the ice from upriver coming down. Okay, good. Yeah, keep us informed, you know, you know okay. how, how it usually does. It, it'll move and stop and move and stop. And um, we, we don't like it when it stops too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are pretty big chunks moving. 
we're at the stage now. Anything could happen. Anything could happen right now. So yeah. Thank you. And I'm, I'm getting texts here from people that are, I think, are too bashful to call in. Uh, yeah. Brother, yeah. Brother Sam did say uh, that the ice was moving. I'm glad you called to give us first-hand report. I told my husband to call. He was too shy to. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to get some video footage of this to post on oh. Facebook. Okay. Okay, thank you. You, you. Thank you. Phyllis. you bring, a, bring a good point there. Uh, Facebook is uh, uh, going back in their critical information on letting people know. Yeah, you know, back, yeah it's back been really day, helpful for us, too. Yeah, and... Communications has changed since, you know, 20 years ago. It was read about it in the newspaper. Yeah. Or go to KWUK. And then the BHF was, we used that quite a bit. And now that's phasing out. And now Facebook is uh, the way to go. Look like where everybody is communicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they need to put Facebook in airplanes, I guess, because we can't find an airplane with a VHF anymore. <laughs> the one we yeah. chartered today. The, yeah, where's your VHF? Oh, oh, we don't have one. What? Gee whiz. Well, uh, um, what's the VHF? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you guys have a good day. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Bye. I got another text from Dwayne in Kalskag saying the water's coming back up. And that could be discouraging, but it, it's also normal how Earl there's a lot of fluctuation yep. right now every time there's a run of ice or something the water will raise for a little while and then go back down um, I hope that's all it is it's it's uh, deteriorating downstream maybe shifted just enough to relieve a little bit but then when it stops it backs up again I got another text yeah. from Red Devil about the McGrath ice uh, passing Red Devil in very high water, and here comes the wood. You know that's yeah. that's the ice that brings the wood. Al although I did want to mention yeah. that we did see a lot of wood mixed up in that ice below Kalskag, that ice that came down from further up. There's there's a good amount of wood there already. Promising, promising for these yeah. lower villages, Atatako. I remember uh, when Celine first started flying, she mm. said, oh, look like uh, uh, we're upriver, and uh, and we looked at the ice jam, and it was clean. And I said, you know what? There's another ice jam somewhere upriver. I said, how do you know that, Earl? I said, the end of the ice is the dirtiest. Got all the debris, the logs, and stuff in there. You go watch for that. If you, when that starts passing by, it's a good indicator that's the tail end of the ice pack. And uh, sure enough, we went up river, found another ice jam that had all of the uh, wood and debris. Um, so that's something we, will, at least I watched for too. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah, we, we taught those river watch guys, you know, we taught them, you got to give the wood report too, not just ice. <laughs> you know, people want to know about wood. And, yep. and another important thing to report about, and we did this today, people want to know about their camps. They want to yes. know if their camps are flooded or not. And we were glad to report that all the, all the camps in the old river above Whitefish Creek were dry, high and dry, 
it the high water is really below lower Kalskag and there there were a couple of camps that were wet. Yeah. Uh we we kinda kicked up pretty early with the calls today and uh, uh we haven't had a chance to get our phone numbers out. Uh it's nine oh seven five four three five nine eight five nine oh seven five four three two seven five six one eight hundred nine nine five eight nine five four uh email radio at kyk dot o r g Taukutoy number uh we've had some good reports today uh Earl and uh Mark uh giving us first hand of what's happening out there. Um if if we'd like to hear uh from from if Joach if Joach Balik and 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 uh, crooked creek uh if you guys have a way to call in and uh, give us a little report of what's happening behind all that ice and and how much water is still left up there uh we we had report from mark that there's a lot of water uh so the the lower villages um tulaksak uh Warning warning is still out there. There's a lot of water. Um we 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 don't know exactly how 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 this is going to go. Um there's there's a lot of guess there's a lot of guesswork. So keep keep in mind, there's still a lot of ice. With it, it's not over yet. Yeah, I, I remember some years back, Earl, when River Watch left, they said, "Oh, there's no danger." They they went, they left, and then Akiak flooded, and they learned, you know, it's not over till it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're we've got a long ways to go yet. I just had a text from Crooked Creek too. They're in the middle of meetings right now with the emergency oh, emergency people from the state and whatnot. So they're they're very busy in their recovery. So our thoughts and prayers with them up there, you know. And if there's any way we can help, let us know. Um, there is a Bethel Search and Rescue meeting tomorrow, tomorrow. evening evening t- to plan for high water in Bethel if if it happens. So. Uh, everybody's welcome, members and non-members alike, anybody that's interested. Uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow mm-hmm. at the headquarters. Uh, I just, I messaged one of my friends from uh, look and I tried to have them call in, but they were a little too uh, <laughs> Um But he told me that the, the most of the Guithluk River or all of the... Um, he didn't tell me how far, but he said it was clear, but the water level is rising very slowly. Um, and he said that the uh, president or the uh, head of um, Guithluk Search and Rescue um, member went down to the Y where it splits to Guithluk and Akkachok and said it was clear up into that Y. And then the ice is intact right below there. That's all I got. Uh, Mark, Mark, uh, if if you can uh, go go at that 
where where the gems are that that you have seen uh just just to clarify people that there's still a lot of ice coming down okay yeah uh there's still a jam uh about eight miles below lower Kalskag, above nikolai sergis between where they drift in the summertime their favorite drifting spot and nikolai sergis that area was jammed and then the whole entire bend of coffees up to just above Ifticums, about where that where the lake starts was jam-packed you know when we had a thought man i bet that black hawk could loosen those jams just by hovering over them you know and, and it oh wouldn't hurt the oh environment or anything yeah. um so that. yeah that that might be something for those guys to think about they've been flying around a lot um if we, if we get into trouble down down this way, hovering over those jams maybe, um, and then uh, yeah, then the ice was moving hard and fast from below Ifticums down uh, to the intact ice just above Edward Wise's where it was piling up there, uh, and then it was pretty much intact there to Bogus, and then there's still uh, between Bogus and. Jaunak uh, above Akiak, there were large breaks in the ice, you know, stretches of open water, um, and then solid ice again. Yeah, we're, we're down to the, the, the last the last of our the last minutes of our uh, talk show here. And closing remarks, uh, maybe starting from you, Earl. Well, Mark said it all. I think we got all the information as we can out there, and then. Uh, prepared for high water out there that's yet to come down Tulaksak, Akiak, Apalaria, Tapaskak, and Napakiak, uh, Uh A lot of ice yet still upstream. If you do happen to get out there, uh, don't forget to have a travel plan. Use your life jacket on the boat there. Uh, let people know where you're going, so be careful. Oh, yeah, now, Earl, Mark? Yeah, just in, in closing, this is that time of the year where we really got to work together and watch out for each other, you know, especially for those people that have a hard time helping themselves, elderly, and, and keep track of small children and whatnot. Uh, um, no playing by the river. Uh, and I know in Kalskag last night they were starting to move elders out of lower uh, by boat up to a, where a truck could bring them you know, in, to a safe place in, in Kalskag. Um, so, yeah, just Everybody, watch out for each other this time of the year. Mark, uh, and uh, I remember when we were kids, we used to. Th- this was the most exciting time of the year for us, uh, jumping from ice sheet to <laughs> ice sheet, you know, playing tag. Uh, but now that we are older, we're looking back, foolish, very foolish. So. Let's keep that in mind, then, and uh, peep to to our young young men out there. Stay sober, mm. stay sober. Be in good good mind, and and be cautious. Be ready to help out when you guys are needed. Uh, um, if we look if we look after each other and help help one another, there's always hope. This is KYUK 640 AM, 
with our River Breakup Report. Thank you. Good.